Why do why are black people so good at basketball? Because they're Negroes. Yeah, dude, ten year old me found that out. And I'm like, I'm gonna fucking be a professional stand up comedian. <laughs> right? That's gonna be your opener. That's my opener, dude. No one to anybody listening out there. If you hear another comedian tell that classic, why are pe- black people good at baseball basketball. basketball joke? All right, I'm already forgetting the joke. But if you hear someone say that, fight them with knives. Mm. Guns, perhaps. Guns for knives. You ever shot a gun, Joe? Yeah, I love it. Makes mm-hmm. me feel like a big, tough man. Yeah. You I shot a gun? Ha- I actually haven't. Ooh. Why not? It's never Let's come Let's go. Up. <laughs> M- Matt, the most physically imposing man on the yeah. podcast. <laughs> How come you've never fired a gun before? It's almost like you don't think you need one. <laughs> I know. It's If somebody, if I was somewhere and someone was like, hey, let's go shooting, and there was like a plan, I'd be like, sure. But yeah. it's just, that's just never come up. Mm-hmm. Not yet. Not yet. I always thought a fun prank to do would be like, Go, go to a gun range and be like, well, I'm, I'm not really sure what I'm doing. And and gun guys, they would love to... I'm sure most of them love to teach people. Yeah. Like, this is how you hold it. And then, like, finally, I'm getting close to the bullseye. And he's like, there you go. Now just fix your stance a little bit. And I look at him, and I go, I'm really getting the hang of this, aren't I? And he goes, you are. And then I just fucking shoot myself in the <laughs> mouth. <laughs> All right, that's enough. Genie got a gun. Genie got a Oh, my God. What would you do if somebody brought a gun to a comedy show? Hmm. Probably crowd work him, honestly. Yeah. If, I, if I'm being honest, I'm, I'm sure uh, like being a professional would take over, and I would just be like, so, sir, where are you from? Are mm. you saying you guys fucking? I'd point to him in the gun and ask if they were fucking. Sir, are you fucking? Are you fucking? Yeah. Well, if he says no, that's a, that's a red flag yeah. for sure. Right. Yeah. Having the gun in a comedy club is not a red flag. Dude, I don't want to die. That's not true. But if uh, if I was to get shot on stage, to what my knowledge, w- no comedian has been shot and killed on stage. What a way to go. Ugh, Dude, I, uh, yeah. people people would be sharing locker room talk clips and be like, he was a genius. No, they'd be sharing locker room tip clips. <laughs> they'd be sharing locker... I can't talk. They'd be sharing locker room talk clips and saying, oh, no wonder. <laughs> well, is that a nice thing to say to somebody? No, and it would have been cooler if I said it the first time I tried. Yeah, dude, there was <laughs> there was something so satisfying in someone saying something mean to you, but then flubbing. Yes. And mm-hmm. as someone, I'm the flubber on the podcast. I'm famously the Joe Biden on locker room talk. I can't mm. fucking talk at all. Yeah, I, I, we've all had the our foot in our mouth at one point or another in this pod, man. No, I don't regret anything we've ever said here. It's all been stuff that I'm sure in ten years from now will hold up perfectly. Yeah, I dude. hope so, man. Truly, podcasting is like creating an ice sculpture. I want mm. us to get kicked off of Patreon, off of iTunes, off of Spotify, and then 10 years from now, kids have our recordings on cassettes. Mm. Uh, some kid fucking plays this podcast in his headphones before he shoots up a school. Hell yeah, brother. He listened to the fucking locker room talk to get him pumped up before he... Dirty deeds done yeah, dirt cheap. cheap. Dirty deeds and done dirt cheap. I mean, this is way more cool than Rammstein or however you say that. Rammstein. Rammstein. Yeah. Rammstein. That's what the, uh, the the Columbine kids were into them. Really? They were so into Rammstein. Uh, Do host a gun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like the media was like, no one knows who that is. So actually, we're going to say they liked Marilyn Manson despite no proof that they did. Wait, for real? Yeah. 
They're like, they listen to Marilyn Man, and they just didn't. Yeah, They liked MDFM or whatever that band's name is and Rheimstein. Wait, KDFM? Thank you. Yes, KDFM. That that was the one that did. (laughs) Damn, I would definitely play that if I was shooting up a school. (laughs) Raiden. Johnny Cage. (laughs) Now I would play... I'd play Pumped Up Kicks, the song that's about a school shooting. Yeah. All the little kids with the pumped up, up dicks are going to come, going to come right here in my butthole. Mm. Uh, we're just goofing. We have to make light of these horrific news we events. We have to laugh so we don't cry. Mm. And it's up to as comedians, it's our job mm-hmm. to be able to. So many people are struggling out there. And what would they do without us? Mm. Actually, our job as comedians is not just to speak the truth. But to tell you all about stamps.com. Ooh. Ooh, I got fan. Remind me. Yes. I got fan mail. We have fan mail to read. <laughs> Thank you, end. Bobber. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> we have fan mail to read at the end of the episode. <laughs> fan mail brought to you by Manscaped. Ba- and and uh, and stamps.com. And stamps.com. And bill.com. MeUndies. MeUndies. Ooh. Let's name other corporations. S- yeah. What are some other corporations that uh, podcasters Ooh. advertise? That's it. Audible, if you're like a, if you're a intellectual, if you don't mm. want to do dick pills or ball shaving shit. Yeah. yeah. And who does? We, we should only do Audible. Mm. you imagine? Do, do you think our, our listeners read? Listeners, if you read, tell us what you read. Maybe they like do. You guys aud- can't be history nerds without reading. Yeah. Mm. Like, I feel like it's going to be, it's not going to be until like 80 years from now. Where someone's like, oh, I'm an early 2000s nerd. Mm. And that's where they can absorb all of the culture of like the early 2000s without having to read. Because by then, everything was like digital. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's true. I feel like with podcast, like with podcasting, with YouTube videos, like it's a much easier and thorough record of events. Whereas, you know, up until what I would say, you know, the 1920s, yeah. the only way to really have anything preserved was through written word. Yeah, there's still, um, like, there's YouTube. You can learn a lot about the Civil War through watching YouTube videos about it, but it's not as much as, like, there's so much documented about everything happening now on mm-hmm. YouTube. Well, I know a lot of people that will straight up just listen to audiobooks. There's, yeah, there's listening to audiobooks also. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, count? read me a yeah. story. Mm. That's is what it, audio. It is weird when someone says, I read this book when they listen to the audio of yeah. it. I consumed the audio of it. Yeah. Like, it's almost like a really long podcast you listened to. There was just a long Monday, Bill Burr, Monday morning pod. Just one person just talked for a long time. And you, I read read Bill Burr's Monday morning podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, what a lonely existence to have a podcast by yourself without your two best buds. Mm. Oh, my God. I can't imagine that. I mean, every podcast needs a Matt Marin. Yes. Because otherwise, like, I mean, Joe's wrestling knowledge only takes him so far. Right. 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 And, like, I'm I'm saying Civil War facts. Yeah. And Joe makes sure that Matt and I don't talk about history for too long. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We all have our benefits. We all yes. have our strengths. This is like the episode of I Love Lucy when they, uh, Rick, uh, Lucy and Ricky trade places. Right. So Lucy goes to the factory and Ricky tries to make dinner. And they, they can't do it, and they realize that every person has their place. Yes. 
That's awesome. We should do like a Christmas story where we do a podcast. What would the podcast be like if Joe Gorman never existed? Oh, my God. They were like, in this, uh, welcome to back to uh, Locker Room Talk. We are on day 57 of top 1 billion women we respect. <laughs> that That's what it would be like without old JG if I choked on the umbilical cord on the way out. <laughs> Oh, uh, sometimes I, I wish my mom just uh, let me choke on my own umbilical cord. I wish I, I I died. I wish I was a stillborn Clarence. You ever see that fucking? No, what's it's, that? It's a wonderful miscarriage. Oh, uh, <laughs> <coughs> uh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, Clarence. I'm going to go to the Planned Parenthood, and I'm going <laughs> to donate a couple thousand dollars to make sure everyone can have a, a, a murdered baby, Clarence. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, I wouldn't say that, George. What would happen if you were to? What if your mother was a murderer and had an abortion? What What would happen to Bedford Falls? Oh, I think it'd be a lot better without me if my mom had the right to choose. It's a wonderful miscarriage. I were just goofing around. Man. We should make a movie, a locker room talk movie. How hard could it be? Easy peasy. Now that Top Gun made it okay to be a man again, I think that we can do it. What was that movie about? I didn't see it, and I have no intention of seeing it's it. It's about a military man, Tom Cruise, at a respectable five foot seven, and he plays by his own rules, which you're allowed to do in the military. <laughs> they love that. If you don't yeah. follow orders, mm. yeah. If you stra- if 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 you break. Uh, this chain of command, but then take off your helmet and say something sassy. They cannot legally court martial. Also, you. apparently, like China CCP, like distributes all these Hollywood movies. They didn't with Top Gun, and Top Gun was still one of like had one of the biggest opening weekends ever. Why do they have beef with Top Gun? Because it's um, like pro-American military. Yeah, they they won't play any movie like in China that has any pro-American propaganda, what they call pro-American propaganda. But that sometimes just means like it. I think in the Spider-Man movie they didn't show it because it had the Statue of Liberty in it. Yeah, and like there was also certain things like um, I think Avengers Endgame. Yeah, uh, they did stuff with like Captain America. They limited. Yeah, original. So there was an article about this new Top Gun movie like a year ago that they took the jacket. Uh, apparently, he had a Taiwanese flag in the original movie, and that was going to yeah. be removed. Yeah, yeah. So it could be played in China. But once the China backed out, it's back. In. I haven't seen it, but I heard it's back in. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Um, and because it did so well without being distributed in China, I saw like a couple of articles that are like, could this be the beginning of Hollywood realizing, hey, we don't need the approval of China to make movies? Yeah. Yeah, we don't need those red devils fucking making our movies less American. Because, yeah, for the last like 10 years, there's kind of been a pandering to China. It's all because of Disney pandering mm, to China, too. John Cena had to apologize in Chinese. I'm John Cena. I'm no joke. You I can- go pee-pee in your Coke. You can't see me because your eyes are too small. <laughs> <laughs> he Damn, had dude. to know that was going to be memed like right away, right? Yeah. Well, he um he actually does know Mandarin. Like years ago, mm-hmm. WWE was expanding in China, and he was going to like these press conferences and speaking in Mandarin to like ingratiate himself. T- and the WWE to the Chinese audience, and then he becomes a movie star and has to apologize. China is like, well, I know Mandarin, but everyone was like, did he learn Mandarin just to apologize? And he did know it before. It is so cringy to watch it, though. Yeah. Yeah, because he shouldn't apologize. He just accidentally mentioned Taiwan in an interview. 
Well, calling he them called a country. A, yeah, he called yeah. it a country. Yeah, he called the country ty- of Taiwan. Mm. Big mistake. I'm going to go ahead and say it's a country. Do we have fans in China? Yeah. Actually, we do? We do. All right. Uh, the whole situation is complicated. Are they allowed to listen to locker room talk in China? Ooh, yeah. I don't know. Joe's checking the analytics right now. We're I gonna, feel like anywhere... Well, folks, we're going to see live on this recorded podcast. I feel like if somebody in China is allowed to listen to locker room talk, then they're probably more in the boat of let Taiwan be a country. I don't know. Uh, we do not have any listeners in China. I want to take a moment to say oh, wait, I recognize wait, 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 wait. the sovereignty... Oh. We have listeners in Hong Kong and Taiwan. We do. We recognize the independent sovereignty <laughs> of the Republic of China. I, I think that's what it's called, a.k.a. Taiwan. Oh, look, we also have listeners in Ho Chi Minh City. And we're sorry for Vietnam. Or we're not, depending on how you feel about it. Yeah. Please subscribe to the Patreon. My friend, we also have listeners in Mumbai. Hell yeah. Bombay? Mumbai and New Delhi. How come it's Bombay, uh, Bombay and Ma- uh, Bombay and Bombay, Mumbai? Yeah. I'm fucking a retard. Why is it called those two things? Damn, we have listeners in Israel. Hell yeah! Shabbat uh, Shalom, homies. Yeah, damn, we have we have listeners all over. We are what we call an international uh, jamboree. Mm-hmm. Mm. What should we do first with do our? Do we have any in Kazakhstan? No, we have a lot of listeners in London. Maybe we should go out there sometime. Ooh, yeah. We'll have to podcast on the left side. We'll try it. Yeah. I'm down. Mm. I was learning a lot about the UK this past weekend from Bobby on our road trip. Anarchy in the UK. (laughs) (laughs) Bobby does have an anarchy tattoo. I do. I do. Yes. Um, No, Bobby was telling me about the troubles. You know about the troubles, Joe? All right. You got to hit me to this. Hmm. Bobby? Would that be at all interesting to people? First of all, the, the people in England... And Northern Ireland and Ireland are going to be screaming at this because I have such a rudimentary understanding of it. Basically, people were mad at each other for like a 30 or 40 year period and periodically there'd be attacks. So they called it the Troubles because it wasn't big enough to call something else, which that part's very funny to me. Like imagine like in 30 years from now, it's like every uh, the school shootings, it's called the Issues. The Issues. <laughs> the Situations. The Situations. The Disagreements. Good Lord. The troubles yeah. is it makes it sound not that serious. Well, and it, it's interesting you bring the parallel with the school shootings. The I guess the silver lining with the school shootings is that they're random. Mm. Like some of them are done by ideologues, different kinds of ideologues, and some of them are done by crazy people. But like, there's not like one group. There's not. It's yeah. not like two groups that are each doing uh, school shootings. You the know troubles I mean? was essentially Northern Ireland and Ireland. Mm. Um, both the same island, and Northern Ireland is a part of the United Kingdom, and the rest of Ireland was not. You said it, brother. And, oh, of course. And uh, most of the people in Northern Ireland are Protestant. Yeah. And most of the people in Ireland are Catholic. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't necessarily because of religion, but that was kind of where the, that was kind of part of the split. Yeah, I think that's where people get confused because they they don't they're like a a twentieth century religious war, and it, it wasn't they weren't killing each other over theology it was just sectarianism yeah. it's so funny whenever you like explain like a civil war to someone because we were also talking about the rwandan genocide and you were like what is the difference between the hutus and the tutsis and i'm like the tutsis are taller and you're like there has to be more than that i'm like nah dude it's all arbitrary yeah. 
Like if, like if an alien came down and saw the American Civil War and they were like, what's the difference between white people and black people? And we were like, the color of their skin. They're like, and? And we're like, that that's it. Yeah. The Hoojis and the Tutsis are just like, they got the wider noses. Yeah. <laughs> there, yeah, there's something about the noses too. Hotel Rwanda is a very good movie. What's it about? It's about the Rwandan genocide. Mm. It's about the worst hotel you've ever stayed yeah. at. <laughs> they, those guests did not have a nice time. Uh, Don Cheadle leaves like, ugh, one star. <laughs> <laughs> one star Hotel Rwanda. That's the locker room talk movie. Yeah. Nice, dude. Mm-hmm. I don't use any of those apps to review shit. Do you? You know, I no. use them to like see if a place is good, but I never return the favor. Yeah, I'm the same. I'll like look and be like... I guess this is a good place to go because everyone likes. I look at the three star reviews because I feel like that's like the best middle of the road. Yeah, you know, I feel like you'll get like a more accurate assertion. No bot is giving a three star review. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, would there be? Um, can a bot like leave a star review and actually write a complaint? I th- I think, and then I would just be real. You know, look out for signs of non-native English speaking. Hmm. So I do feel like there is a lot of, you'll see five-star reviews and one-star reviews, but that's just because the type of people who are going to leave a review right. are the kind of people who are going to give five stars or one star. Yeah. yeah. You either go there because, like, oh, this is a great experience I want people to know, or I had an awful experience I need to warn somebody. Yeah. Very rarely will people be like, yeah, whatever. We got a five-star review uh, recently on iTunes, and someone referred to us as the John Tyler of podcasts. Who's John Tyler? He is arguably one of the worst American presidents. Mm. Oh, no, but that would mean we're one of the worst American podcasts. He's also the only uh, president to support the Confederacy. I think that was more of the lines that they were going for. Was he the only president who supported the Confederacy? Mm -hmm. I know he um he died supporting the Confederacy. Yeah. Like during the civil during secession. The rest of the living presidents supported the Union. There are some presidents that died before the Civil War that we could speculate about whether or not right. they would have supported the Confederacy. I know like Franklin Pierce uh wasn't supportive of Abraham Lincoln, but I don't think he would support supported the Confederacy. No, just John Tyler. Yeah. yeah. Like um Franklin Pierce didn't raise a flag outside of his home. After Abraham Lincoln died, and that was a thing that uh, people were on him about. Yeah, uh, one of the funniest reviews on our podcast. We got a three-star review, and the the title is "Mm-hmm." Mm. And then he says, "Can you chill out with a mm's and mm's?" Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. You guys really just got to stop agreeing with shit. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's funny. Do you guys know the the? It's, it's my fault for eating so many delicious meals on yes. mic. Should that should that be the name of the episode? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know this that is song? another great review? Matt, Joe, and Matt are great. That other guy though, All right. five stars. I'm not in, I'm not entirely sure that's not written by Robbie Goodwin. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's written by Handstand Man, according to this. Handstand Man, I'm coming after you. And what's the the uh? Someone gave us a five-star review and called us John Tyler? Mm-hmm. Right above the mm-hmm review. Ah. Because five stars, like John Tyler's not a five-star president. No. He's the first president who ever took over after a president died. And there was no, nothing in the Constitution anywhere said vice president becomes president. He yeah. was just like, well, I'm president now. And everyone was like, I guess that's how we do it. it it's <laughs> crazy that the framers didn't think of that. You yeah. Know, because that that's the one... I guess you could say good thing about the monarchy is there's no... It's like, yeah, the kid. You know yeah. what you get. Yeah. I think American politics is stupid and mm. gay. 
I like learning the history about it because you just learn like people's personalities and like the fights they were having. It's kind of like a reality show. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no! Now Joe's doing it. Oh no! Joe's do, it's like addictive. I do it because that's just like a tick that I have. But mm. Joe's doing it, I think, particularly to upset people. Now, that's folks. Be careful with the reviews you write because Joe will do the exact opposite. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to chill. There's a there's a song. Uh, the chorus is mm, yeah. Crash test dummies. Yeah. Once there was a kid. I only know the Weird Al version. Took a flight to Singapore and brought along some spray paint and wind. They finally found him. He had cane marks all over his bottom. He said that it was from when the warden whacked it so hard. Mm-hmm. Headline news by Weird Al Yankovic. I did that thing. I would always do that thing where I would hear about a popular song through Weird Al before I heard the song it was Me based too, on. Me yeah. So, like, when I heard... Uh, the right stuff by New Kids on the Block. I'm like, oh, the white stuff by Weird Al Yankovic, yeah. where it's about the cream in the middle of an Oreo. <laughs> Wait, pretty fly for a white guy? What happened to the rabbi? <laughs> that one's pretty funny because uh, the song it's based on is silly. Yeah, you know what I mean, he just ma- he out sillied that silly. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It. I learned about Gangsters Paradise well after Amish Paradise, dude. And fuck Coolio for. I know that they squashed the beef since then, but like Coolio being, oh, it's a it's a serious song about a serious subject. I don't think I don't think Gangsters Paradise is a joke. Mm. It is. Same with Black Culture Coolio. <laughs> a that was fucking Weird Al's joke. response. Well, Weird Al like uh, doesn't have to get the artist, but he does. He yeah. does. Yeah, because of. Um, like uh, fair fair use law, he could do whatever he wants, yeah. but he wants like do, good rapport. He wants yeah. it to be a fun thing for everyone. Yeah. And it was just, I guess, a miscommunication between Weird Al Yankovic's people and Coolio's people. Yeah. But Coolio, I think in an interview, was like, I'm not about that, blah, blah, mm. blah, because it's not a joke. Like, Gangster's Paradise is real important to me. I was saying something, and yeah. I don't want it to be treated as a joke. It's always... For me, whenever there's an artist or someone in general who's like doesn't get comedy, yeah, or it, it's big red flag. For me. Even if I really liked them a lot, yeah, all of a sudden when they're honestly, I know you're a big Eminem stand, but you're also a comedy person. Yeah, what do you feel like Eminem having beef with Triumph, the insult comic? Dog? Yeah, that was the whole hilarious. You- well, yeah, I loved it because like he mushed the face of Triumph. He didn't go after. Right. Robert Schmeagel, who was operating the puppet, he was like treating. He never broke the illusion that Triumph was a real dog, and for that, I do respect him. Yeah, I feel like he kind of played into it a little bit. I, I, I don't know. Maybe. I, yeah. Did you guys know the background for that? No. No. They sat him. Uh, they sat Eminem, like a few rows behind Moby, like yes. on purpose, because him and Mo- Moby have had exchanged words at the previous. What was it, Grammys, VMAs? Well, it was because um, Moby was bragging about how he raped a teenage Natalie Portman. And Eminem was like, yo, that's not cool. I'm a father. Fathers, take care of your daughters. Don't let no vegan 
Put his peen in. I want to kill him, not thrill him. Yeah, so that's pretty much the background. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I yeah, think... Well, he, it's just, uh, he's too old. It's over. Nobody listens to tech now. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I think, not to defend Eminem, but I will, okay. um, is that he... It seemed like they were trying to get him and Eminem and Moby on yeah. the screen together, and he didn't want that. Mm. So it was it was less like I think if Triumph was just making Eminem jokes, he would yeah. have been cool with it. Okay, but I think I think he, he was very image conscious at the time. Yeah, like he was going against like InSync and Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears because he knew. If he became Vanilla Ice, he wouldn't be like a respected rapper. Right. So he's he like was, instead he was like picking on women and pop and little gay pop stars instead of actual pops. beef with like talented rap well, stars. Well, Ja Rule and Benzino. What was that a thing? That was a thing. That the the Ja Rule Fifty Cent beef. Yeah. Uh, eventually went over to Ja Rule Eminem. How did that transfer happen? Well. Uh, 50 Cent and Ja Rule had beef for years. Mm. And then when Eminem signed uh, 50 Cent, uh, they were trying to squash it, right? But Ja Rule at this point was so mad. He's like, no way, Jose. And then Ja Rule made a song where he said, Eminem, your mother's a crackhead and Kim is a known slut. So what's Haley going to be when she grows up? And why did he do that? Because Eminem and 50 are cool? Yeah, it's... Oh, Ja. It's... I don't think, you know... I don't. I don't agree with it either. But I kind of understand how it. Ha- it's like World War One. Mm. A lot of rap beefs are like that, right? Where it's like, well, this person goes after this person, and this person's with murder records, and this person's with shady records. Of course, it's just it's just the way. And you, and people literally die. But it is also entertaining. Mm. That's why Eminem wrote like Toy Soldiers on Encore, because he's like, I I can't have people dying. Yeah. My own people dying. And then in the video for Toy Soldiers, uh, D12's own Proof is depicted as being shot and killed. Yeah. And then a few years later, Proof was, in fact, shot and killed. Whoa. Oh, my God. Kind of crazy. I wish the D12 had a song about me getting my dick sucked. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't that come to fruition? I think uh, beefs between like rock bands are also like World War One, especially if somebody assassinated Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Take me out! <coughs> All right, we were just. Are there we're, rock and roll beefs? Kind they of. They don't get as serious as hip hop beefs. Um, I think it's more like you fuck me groupie, man. <laughs> well, there was. Uh, hey, hey, that I've was my sixteen-year-old. Oh, I've been grooming that little girl to have sex with me. You swoop in and bugger her hymen right under me nose. You did. Wasn't there like the thing? Just with old like, British rock stars. Yeah. There's like Taking Back Sunday and Brand New. Ooh, that yeah, sounds yeah. incredibly gay because I was <laughs> yeah. in high school when those bands were out and I thought that shit was fucking... Mm. I thought Screamo was so fucking gay. But everyone was into it. Well, they weren't Screamo. They kind of were. Somewhere between pop punk and like emo. Yeah. yeah. Like in that, they were all, it was a hot punk. topic band. Yeah. That's what yeah, I looked at. Yes. Yeah. Like perfect way to it put wasn't it. Like See, I listened to them. what is now considered dad rock. Because yeah. I listened to the Foo Fighters and now like... Mm. And I get—I mean, they are an old person band now. Yeah, I still listen to that early two thousands, like from the Bar Mitzvah mix CDs. Me and Bobby were listening to this weekend the two thousand some forty one. Ooh, puddle of mud. She fucking hates me. That's a great. That's a banger. See, I thought I and I told you this in the car when we were listening to it. She fucking hates me. I'm like, 
this is edgy. And then I found out about the Marshall Mathers LP. And I was like, no, this is not edgy. Yeah. This is nowhere near the edge. Marshall Mathers LP is so dirty that the edited version still has the word shit in it. Yeah. Because oh, if, t- if they took out the amount of times he said shit, it would be, there would be no music. I thought I was being kind of a bad kid when I would listen to Papa Roach. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I remember um, I, was, I was somewhere on a train with my mom. Yeah. And I was listening, listening to Papa Roach in my headphones, and she could hear it because I was listening to it loud. And I was listening to Last Resort, yeah. and she could hear the guitar and the drums. And she was just so psyched that I wasn't listening to rap music, yeah. You know, because I was like, that was the beginning of like me really being into rap. And she was like, "What are you listening to?" And I and I said Papa Roach, and she's like, "Well, can I listen?" And she was so excited, and she hears this song that her twelve-year-old boy is listening to about killing yourself, yeah. And she was suddenly very, very displeased. <laughs> Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Suck a man's dick. No common. No common. Yeah. Masturbation. No breathing. My name is David Carradine. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. What a what an awful way to go out. Well, that is funny because like his entire career is overshadowed by a few moments of couldn't pleasure. tell you one movie he was in. Batman. But I know. Right, okay, but this is news to me. Was he in Batman? I feel like he was. No, he was in Kill Bill. He I was, don't. He, I, before he yeah. was in David Kill Bill. No, that was. I think you're thinking of Batman Returns, and that was Christopher Walken played that oh, role. Okay. If I don't you're know thinking why. of like the mayor Max Shriek. Yeah. No, David Carradine did just like a bunch of um, ninja stuff. Oh yeah, he was in uh, best known for martial arts roles. So 1970s television series Kung Fu. Um, yeah, he was in the Kill Bill films. Uh, two Martin Scorsese films: Boxcar Bertha and Mean Streets. Did he have a dildo up his ass when he died, or am I am I imagining that? Is that part of my fantasy? It's entirely possible. Yeah. Well, yeah, the first thing people ask is, what was David Carradine doing when he died? Um, being a father and an artist and and being in Bangkok. Oh, that's not a good... Actually, that's probably the best thing that people could find out about your sexual history in Bangkok. Here it is, dude. Carradine, 72, best known for his role in the 1970s television drama Kung Fu, mm. was found by a chambermaid at Bangkok's Park Nylet Hotel, naked and dead, slumped... <laughs> I don't know why that yeah. made me giggle. Slumped in a closet with cords bound and connecting his neck and genitals. Bangkok police say, the two rope were tied together. <laughs> police Lieutenant Jen. Likely sex accident. How cool. A likely sex accident. Yeah, what are the other theories? He was just trying to scratch an itch. He, he owed money to the mafia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only other option. Oh, my God. That's not a bad idea. Dude, fuck putting a rat in someone's mouth. Kill someone and make it look like an accidental death from autoerotic asphyxiation. That's terrifyingly embarrassing. Jesus. David Carradine, he didn't look bad for an old guy, but imagine like the sexual deviancy. Do you think it was because he was getting so much pussy? He was like, look, he had a son. Yeah, I bet he changed his last name. Yeah, that's crazy. Do you think he got so much pussy that he was like, I can't come just from having sex with the most beautiful women in the world anymore? 
Uh, his wife filed a wrongful death suit and won $400,000. She sued the movie he was working on and said that his assistant didn't do enough to save his life. Ow. Yeah, take all the belts out of the room. Yeah. Like, he's in fucking prison. No belts. The lawsuit claimed the company failed to provide assistance to the actor that had been agreed upon in the contract. The suit alleged the assistant left him behind for dinner on the night before he was found dead. Is the assistant supposed to follow him into his room? Well, I don't know, but she explicitly told, like, my husband's a pervert. Do not leave him alone under any circumstances. Mm. You're like, supposed to suck him off. You didn't suck him off. I turned my back for a second, yeah. and he tied up his neck and genitals. Oh, after dinner, the assistant could not reach him and decided to leave without him and the other film staffers. He called the assistant an hour later, but was told the group was across town. He would have to make his own arrangements that evening. So and then he had no, no choice but to... <laughs> Bound his genitals and neck together. I'm just imagining David Carradine's wife following him around yeah. with like a spray bottle. And anytime he tries to choke himself while jacking off, she just sprays him. Yeah. God damn. Poor guy. Mm. I don't know. That might feel amazing, but I'm not going to try it. <laughs> Mysterious death of Kill Bill star David Carradine still baffles fans. Something went incredibly wrong. Uh, yeah, you're supposed to come, not die. <laughs> Did he come? Do we have that information? Let's look. Did Car- did David Carradine? What if, what if that's your fetish? Like I come the hardest when I die. Mm. Like I I want to die so I could come. Oh man, what a conundrum that is. There are people that are they have like I want to be killed and eaten fetish, but it's like you're gonna lose consciousness after you're killed. You're not gonna feel yourself being eaten. What a wild life. The the two most common questions about him on Google. What was David Carradine doing when he died? And did K- David Carradine know karate? Oh damn. <laughs> Yes, God bless Reddit, no stupid questions. The number two return, the first one being David Carradine book reveals incest murder suspicions. Okay. The second question, the second return, (laughs) the very question I asked. I asked, did David Carradine come before death? And on Reddit, no stupid questions. Somebody asked the very same question in 2018. Um, Folks, this has three upvotes, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, did David Carradine die bef- uh, come before he died of autoerotic asphyxiation? I've heard a theory that orgasm ejaculation during asphyxiation could be some primal Hail Mary to keep the genes alive slash reproduce. Not answering the question, but thank you. Uh, I hope he did. If you're going to lock eyes with God, he better deliver the goods. <laughs> Are these all just you, Joe? Yeah. <laughs> Well, they didn't really have an answer. Yeah. I guess like the general hope is yes. We got to call his wife. Actor's death raises bizarre questions. Like, how good does it feel? Yeah. David Carradine did not ejaculate. Is that what it says? Uh, uh, you know what? The deep state's just telling us that, so we all don't immediately try to do it ourselves. Mm. Well, who knows? What, what's the over-under? Like, if it, what percentage of chance of death... Would you take for the promise of an amazing orgasm? You know 25%. what I mean? Twenty five percent. Twenty five. I think anything more than that is too much. Okay. I don't know. I like coming. Mm. Like it feels good. I don't feel like I need a greater cum than the ones I have. Yeah, but your your guy. Listen, we're all sort of in the same area. When whenever we're having sex, it's amazing because we never thought it would happen to it, us. It, it does feel like I beat the odds, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're David Carradine, millionaire, you're dumping on models' faces Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Like eventually, you're gonna be like, where's where's the feeling? 
where is this excitement? And then you're like, I don't know, maybe I'll tie my balls and neck together and suspend myself. The the dirtiness of it too must be exciting. Mm. Like if I, because as an adult, you get caught jacking off as an adult, you're not in trouble. Yeah, you want to bring that teenage feeling back where you're like, what if mom <laughs> walks in? You know what I mean? What if I get in trouble? Dude, the very thing that was probably turning him on was if I fuck up, I'm going to die and everybody knows this is how I die. Mm. And he must have done it so many other times, jacking off to the I, the suspense of am I going to die? Is everyone going to? But then he, he was like Icarus. He flew too close to the sun. Hmm. <laughs> how, how, how often uh, how often do you think people die of autoerotic asphyxiation I imagine it's very underreported I want to say it's close to 50-60% I bet they would probably just say 50-60% like, oh. of all deaths Yep. yep. Yeah. I'm willing to, there's a massive cover up folks yeah. he, it's like they mostly rule it as suicide because they're too ashamed to admit mm. yeah you ever like I, I mean I'm from I'm from like heroin town USA mm. so whenever mm. there's someone my mm. age that mm. myster- <laughs> mysteriously dies I'm like uh, if they don't say why I'm like it's heroin yeah. you know what I mean and it's almost embarrassing like just say it Sometimes the obituary at the very end says, in lieu of flowers, please donate to this methadone clinic. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, there it is. Yeah, you know I have I mean? a friend who died of suicide, and the family never, like, revealed how it happened. Yeah. Well, they didn't even reveal it was a suicide. He just, there was someone who he went to college with who died at, like, 23 years old. You know what I read is, like. And they said, like, all we know is he was blasting Papa Roaches, <laughs> last resort. <laughs> All we know is it's definitely one specific new metal band's fault. Look, all we knew is he was losing his sight and losing his <laughs> mind. Yeah. And he wished somebody would tell him he was fine. I, I, apparently, he didn't give a fuck if he cut his arm bleeding. It all started when he lost his mother. He had no love for himself, but a love for another. How, imagine being like, oh, I'm a fucking rock star, and you sing about being like a little bitch that wants to kill himself. Like, well, I'm the life's hard. You should have a fucking song about like, I'm going to rape a woman and kill a man, and then I'm going to drive a car drunk. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> the dog just looked at me yeah. like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> You're not really going to do that, are you, Joseph? No, I'm not. I'm not. Gonna take you for a walk later. I've read that, uh, like, uh, instead of saying he committed suicide or he took his own life, it's uh, he lost his battle to depression. That's mm. less stigmatizing. I, I would say, like, I fucking took that son of a bitch with me. Oh, okay. I, I was like, hey, suicide. See you on the other side. Mm. Yeah. I don't think Are I'm going to kill myself. I'm not I'm not afraid of dying and I don't think I'm going to kill myself because not that I'm not unhappy but just I've always had this feeling of let's just see what happens next. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like why like it life sucks kind of, yeah. but let's just see what happens. And I don't want to die, but I'm also like like when I was in the hospital before brain surgery, there was like, "Hey, this could be it." Yeah. Um but uh, my thought was um, You know, his mom said that too, but she had this big smile on her yeah. face. It was weird. <laughs> my thought was um well, if I die, I don't want to spend the last couple of days of my life like freaking out about it. Exactly. So I'm gonna have fun. Yeah, and I was cracking jokes. Uh, my mom and my my dad, my whole family was kind of like scared. My mom couldn't hide the fact that she was worried. Okay. My dad and brother, I think, were kind of able to, and then would probably go outside the room and be like, because the doctors were also telling them more than they were telling me. Yeah. Where the doctors were telling them, yeah, this might be a cancerous tumor. 
Yeah, no. no, I remember like when when me and Ben and Mark may rest in peace went to go visit you in the hospital. Um, you know, we left and 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 we're trying to like joke around and be jovial, but eventually we had to like broach the subject like what's the line of succession for Fight Club? Right. You know, mm. stuff like that. <laughs> we know we don't want to talk about this, yeah. but who who was going to take over? Um, well, I, I think probably I, Jonesy. Yeah, probably the heel of comedy fight. Well, club. thing is, I don't. I didn't have a will yet. Now I have a. I have a will, and Thank I have God. a list of people who it will. It will go into a. It'll be uh, a group the after. empire of comedy fight club shall yes. be divided amongst my three sons. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure the officials are on there. Joe and I aren't officials, but we're more like uh, the Bilderberg group, right? Like we're mm. not in the line of succession, but we sort of we're like staples. are very in the mix. Yeah. We're staples, know? and our absence would be. Yeah. Uh, noticed eventually it would be noticed. Maybe no, not. like mark patrick nico they're the figureheads you guys are the real people behind it you're the illuminati of comedy we, fight club. i do finance a majority of uh all of all of comedy fight club yes i'm the, I'm, a, I'm the secret majority shareholder that works in shadows and yes whispers in i have matt's ear <laughs> for all major changes <laughs> yes and I do. Joe's like actually more. one of the most powerful lobbyists in Comedy Ooh. Fight Club. <laughs> that's the that's my secret. I'm more of the the propaganda. Yes. Like I, I put on a, a good face and a nice smile, and people think, "Wow, maybe roasting isn't just for rapists after all." I, yeah. But maybe. Maybe. Just maybe. Just maybe. Uh, me and Bobby did comedy at a hostel this week. That was tell fun. me about that. Where'd you do? Where'd you go? Um, you it's um, well, actually, I don't know how much they want to. I don't think we should say the name of the place. They don't even want us like promoting the show on social media. Really? Yeah. Why? Mm, they huh. asked me not to. We also you had to sign a waiver that we weren't going to be problematic. Yeah. It's. Oh, I've this been sounds doing like a fucking great blast. You're gonna. Well, the show of- was fine. It That's was the- a blast. Yes. Tell me more. I've done the show for like years, and then uh, in the last Wait, couple, that one hostel in Brooklyn. No, it's in Manhattan. Oh, the one that Ben Miller used to run. No, that's uh, Queens one. Uh, There's a lot of hostels that, for some reason, have comedy shows. This I was. It's cheap entertainment. This one is the best one. It's the best one. It's not three confused people that don't speak English. It's a packed room full of people ready to have a nice time. Can I come? Uh, ready, uh, it's a packed room full of people who don't know what uh, how to behave at a comedy show. Well, there's that. But, I mean, <laughs> it was like pulling teeth, but what are you going to do? <clears throat> yeah, they just they don't necessarily know the rhythm of, like, I'm supposed to clap and have a good time, but they're an engaged audience. Mm. They're um, listening the whole time. Yeah. A, a lot of uh, um, multiple people ask them questions. And I thought the host was really good. The host was asking people questions, but he was like, "Who's from Europe?" And they raised their hands instead of clapping. Yeah, I'm like, ah, that's right. And the and, and the host didn't correct them. Apparently, you know that that's a whole thing. Like, if you're hosting, you go, yeah. uh, guys, we don't raise our hands at a comedy show. Is the host Clap your hands? Was the host like a regular comedian or was no? Or he was they? yeah, he was doing He's a, a good job. He just that that was who a was the comic? Uh, Max May. Oh, say no more. I know yeah. exactly. You just fucking drew a big old fucking bullseye on the the fucking hostel, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! Um, but but that, that small is. thing could have made like yeah. even made a difference. Like guys, yeah. we got to make noise and be happy. Yeah. But I've been doing the show for a while. Uh, within the last year or two, new ownership took over mm. and found out there was a comedy show and was like, okay, you got to make sure all the comedians know, understand these ground rules. Like, don't. Uh, bully or intimidate anyone for their sexual orientation or ethnicity. Oh, come on. Yeah. 
basically don't be funny. Yeah, and, and the last one was really strange. It said no Joe Gorman. I didn't understand mm. that. But Bobby, I'm Joe Gorman. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it did say no jokes about um, anyone with a disability or with a partner who has a disability. And that's why I asked the the guy, I'm like, did something happen? And he's like, no, it's just general. I'm like, yeah. that sounds so specific. Hey, so uh, my girlfriend's a fucking retard. <laughs> Any other retards in here? Make a little noise. Okay, no retards. Make a little noise if you fucked a retard, huh? This guy looks like he fucked a retard. <laughs> hey, that's been my time, folks. Thank you very much. And the thing is, I did it a couple months ago and got the same thing, and I just did the same set that I always do, um, which is fine. And for the most part, whenever I do a hostel, I ask people what their favorite sports are, and then I can just talk about any sport. Whenever they say they like soccer, I tell them soccer's gay. Um, and they didn't get mad at me for doing that. Yeah, um, I think that's just like a preemptive thing in case yeah. they don't like somebody. They can be like, hey, look, we told you about this. Yeah, yeah. I think 100%. Um, also, Bobby told me, uh, because... Uh, I you can't see everyone in the crowd. I just know that uh, the host had asked, and uh, there was a whole group of people from Germany, and so Uh-oh. I mentioned that I was Jewish, and I said, uh, "And that should be fine. Most of you in the room aren't from Germany, right?" And that got a big laugh. But Bobby told me he was in the back of the room and saw all the German people were very upset when I said that. They don't like you. You know what it is too. And if you made it like any other kind of joke about like they like to drink beer or they like soccer or they're meticulous and rules oriented but they're just very embarrassed about the holocaust oh well, cuz they're not like us where if 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 you're like America did this thing we're like yeah well fuck you yeah. they don't have that attitude yeah, isn't that crazy like they they have humility yeah. and like shame for like yeah. Their past actions. You could like, say that, but you could say that they're meticulous and follow the rules in real strict, kind of like, like Nazis. Mm. Yep, you said it, brother. <laughs> you guys are like grammar Nazis, only with people. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> There's this brilliant comedian. I forget who, but it's one of my favorite. Earthquake. Yeah, earthquake. That's who I think. Man, I, I ain't gonna fit no concentration camp and try to get me on that damn train. I, but I, look, I need two damn seats on this train, man. I'm earthquake, right? They say you gotta get in that big old, big old shower in there, man. I I walk up in that shower, good, good lord. That's a lot of walking to get to them damn showers. You know what I'm saying? Earthquake. I like earthquake, man. I like that you think he ends all of his... Like he's a Pokemon. He just says his name. (laughs) (laughs) Earthquake, I choose you. Earthquake, 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 earthquake. (laughs) Earthquake, do you think we have what it takes to to beat Geodude? Earthquake, earthquake. (laughs) He's evolving into Headliner. (laughs) He's evolving into Patrice O'Neal. Patrice, Patrice. He's evolving into Monique. <laughs> Dude, Monique's like everyone. She beefs with everyone. Yeah, that bitch has to chill out. She's like, have you seen any of this? She's like going crazy now about, um, I didn't see all the details of it, but apparently oh, like yeah. her and D.L. Hewley were on a show. So it was the Netflix is a joke. Uh, com- there was a comedy which I festival. Which I agree with. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently in the writer... It, uh, in her contract, she was supposed to be the last comic going up. Yeah. And then when she got there, when they got to the venue, they had the lineup 
it was DL Hughley going on last, closing it out. And yeah. it's like, of course, dude. It was like weeknights at the DL. Remember that fucking show on yeah. Comedy Central where he would bring the guests on and they would all smoke cigars and yeah, talk one of shit. the original kings of comedy. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, what would Monique do? Precious and uh, that other what is that? That other show on UPN where she played a mom with a mm. fat daughter. I don't remember. You know, was it, it called Monique? Jamie, pull up. Um, but yeah, Monique's Monique, like yeah. talented. Like I don't have like Monique Mo problems. Yeah, Monique Mo problems. The Parkers. Mm. Oh, it's on Netflix. Spunky daughter Kim is motivated when her bigger than life mom Nikki decides to go back to school at the same junior college she attends. Wasn't she mad at Amy Schumer? Yeah, that Amy was Schumer th- got more ate, money. And I think Amy Schumer also ate one of her sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> I, there, there's a lot going on. <laughs> it was one of those big Dagwood wow. subs with the uh, olive I- and the toothpick in the middle of it. Uh, well, it sounds like beef. How come they don't make sandwiches like that anymore? I don't know. With a nice old olive on top. Fuck, dude, I love sandwiches. Sandwiches are great. I'll tell you, man, East Coast knows how to make a good sandwich. Dude, when Hobo Johnson said, I wish I was skinnier, but I love sandwiches, I felt that. I do love sandwiches. I love food. The the, the Amy Schumer thing was so funny because it's like, did no one explain supply and demand to Monique? Yeah. She's like, how come this comedian who's more popular than me and will be viewed by more people is getting more money than me? Yeah. I think it's racist. Well, that was one of those things where you always, for me at least, I'm like, I always want to be on the side of the talent who's asking for more money or more whatever, but... Not if it's a black woman. (laughs) I mean, yikes. Well, that's the thing is that Monique, I'm just kind of like, I mean... You know, she's done a lot of stuff. I would assume she's, like, popular headliner and all, but when she's a man, I'm kind of like, I don't... Well, I want, like... I don't know if it was Bernie Mac or if it was somebody who, like, I did feel like... Deserved. If it's Earthquake. It's Earthquake. Did you see his Netflix special that Chappelle produced? Hell no. Dude, he's a killer. Damn, the woman who played Monique's daughter on the Parkers was only, like, 15 years younger than Monique. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Well, she's an old-looking bitch is what I'm Monique is an old-looking bitch? Well, I think so. If you could successfully play... Uh, unless the, her daughter is a young-looking bitch. Not really. I mean, I'm I think Monique at, played a teenage... A former teen mom in the Parkers. Okay. But she's a she's a heavy-set woman, and I feel like when yeah. you're heavy-set, you look older than you actually are. Except for I think Joe for some reason. Oh, come on. Joe has, like, the beautiful, youthful face that I could get lost in I forever. I have perpetual uh, chubby baby face. You do, dude. I'm all about and it. And did you straighten your hair? No, this is just how my hair looks. Ugh, that's fucking... I watched it. <laughs> I think, yeah, I guess that's what I'm not used to. <laughs> Joe, did you do something new to your hair? Well, normally, I wear it back, and now I'm wearing my hair down, and I think... Mm. Baba was seeing me in a whole new light. Dude, I'm jealous, dude. I got to keep my hair like a crew cut. Otherwise, it starts to look just real. Just grow it out a little. Nah, I, it gets real, and not just because it's red, but it gets real like Ronald McDonald-esque. You just got to put like a little... Uh, it grows out. Like it doesn't like... I wouldn't, It kind of... Fr- it doesn't get curly, but it does fro if that makes you sense. Should, uh, you should... Next time you go to the barber, get a three on the side. Three on the side. Three on the side and say, I'm growing the, I'm growing the top long. Oh, like a Gen Z type thing? A little bit. Just add, add, add a little... Uh, no, just take it a little... I guess it would be like an early 2000s shortcut. Because, well, right now I get two on top, one on the sides. Mm. That's my thing. And the uh, the barber always argues with me. He's like, you know that's real short. I'm like, yeah. What are you going to do? 
Monique won an Academy Award for her performance in Precious, Best Supporting Actress. Oh, Precious was a good movie. I actually really yeah. enjoyed it. Uh, she won a Grammy Award for Best Comedy Album. Um, she was nominated for an... Uh, so we P- weren't P- supposed to be laughing during Pre- Precious? <laughs> I was laughing. She was, was nominated for a Who BET was in Award movie, for Precious. Soul Plane. Soul Plane. Um, she won a lot of awards for Precious. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, uh, well, what, what's the expression? If if you ran into an ass, one asshole, you ran into an asshole. If all day you ran into assholes, you're an asshole. Yeah. I feel like that might be able to be applied to Monique. That she's always like beefing with someone. It yeah, because if I yeah. went, to, if I went somewhere and I thought I was headlining and then I wasn't, I'd be like, well, I won't do that place anymore. Yeah. But I don't know why it has to go beyond that. Because what did D.L. Ugly do wrong? Mm. You he know was what I mean? Dead. He was a man. He was a man. Oh, was it, did she blame the patriarchy? Oh, why couldn't? Oh, what else is she gonna do? Yeah. Um, Mariah Carey isn't precious. Really? Yeah. You know what? A lot of people sleep on the fact that Mariah Carey has some big naturals. I Are they like natural though? Um, I mean, can we can we Google it? Jamie, can you pull up? Does Mariah Carey have big naturals? All right, we're we're googling it, folks. Is that why Eminem was so obsessed with her? Oh, dude. You, you get a woman with big naturals jump, uh, drop you, and you might you might be a little... Oh, okay. Mariah Carey. We have an XNXX video. Of Mariah Carey? Oh, I feel like these are these are like deep fakes, right? It's not even Mariah Carey. Oh, it's, it's Mary a, Carey. Oh, okay. Well, we can watch this instead. Oh, we can pull up a couple of these. Yeah. Oh, Lee Daniels directed Precious. Um, I know that because there's Lee Daniels presents the Butler. Okay, it's so like the name of the movie is just the Butler, but I felt like it was almost Lee Daniels presents the Butler was the name, the full name, because that was like what you saw it everywhere was like Lee Daniels the Butler. Yeah, nice. That was a good movie, but they threw so much stuff in there. Yeah, I liked it a lot though. Yeah, it was a good movie. Yeah, but I'm like, it's a share a sharecropper who watches his dad get get killed, and then he's like. Hanging out with Reagan, I'm like, wow, that's wild. Well, it's a true story. Well, that that's not true though. They what? they threw st- most of it's not true. Really? They like used it as a vehicle to talk about Black history. Oh, okay. Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, the whole story is about a White House butler who was just in the White House for like several gener- generations. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, started so- with Eisenhower, ended with George H. W. Bush, I believe. Yeah, which is like crazy long tenure well because yeah apparently the real life person was like a white guy uh, (laughs) (laughs) like obama invited him to the white house yeah so he there was a real person no yes i'm uh, yeah there was a person that was started with i believe eisenhower ended with i believe hw bush no way he was like doing shit he was just chilling I mean, yeah, they they he made him like large. they made his son be uh, like a radical, oh, and then his other son tough. died in Vietnam, yeah. and, and his dad was killed by a share a, a racist sharecropper and all that stuff owner. wasn't true. All that stuff wasn't okay. true. Yeah. which like it it's fine. I understand. Use that as a vehicle. Apparently, the, I I I'm almost positive the guy who's based off of the butler was dead before the movie. Yeah. Um, but I. I like if I'm the butler and I'm I was live and I'm watching the movie I'm like I mean my life is pretty interesting like you didn't have to add all throw this all stuff. this stuff in I disagree man I'd love to I'd love it if they spiced up my fucking yeah <laughs> oh he had sex with a fucking black woman yeah and then somebody pulled a gun mm-hmm. on him that would be fucking sick dude. in that order 
in that exact order. And and is the, are they doing like a uh, uh, what's a uh, Larry Flint type situation? Like a white supremacist sees you f- fucking a black woman and yeah. then he tries to kill you. Yeah, and then he just makes you kind of look like Stephen Hawking. Yeah, only I'd like do- I'd catch the bullet in my teeth. Yeah, and I that's st- full on horseshoe theory. The fact that. Um, Larry Flint was protested by radical feminists and then shot by a white supremacist for having interracial porn and hustler. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's America was a, the seven as crazy. That's why Larry Flint's in a wheelchair. Yeah. Oh, I never knew that story. Mm-hmm. He was shot by a white supremacist. Yeah. Probably a locker room talk listener. I well, even though it has no way a fucking locker room talk listener would murder a purveyor, attempt to murder a purveyor of pornography. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yes, it's like sir. who cares? Like interracial, just put it under like a fetish thing. Wouldn't that be cool if interracial sex was like under like the fetish category on like, <laughs> some adult website? It almost kind of is in the sense that it's a category at all. You know what I mean? Ebony. E- well, ebony. Ebony only guy. refers to uh, white men fucking black women. Mm. If you want black men fucking white women, that's blacked. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's be, it's I I think it's because men straight men mostly watch porn. It's so. only straight men watch porn. Women will occasionally like look at like an image, but mostly like what gets women off are like nice things. I yeah. think gay men watch porn too. Yeah, but that's a whole. I, I imagine the dynamics are different. Then I then I think Ebony is is black guys. Yeah, you know, yeah, and probably feminine. Oh my god! So like, do you think gay guys watch straight porn just for the dicks though? No, I feel like the pussy bums them out. Well, because like we're straight guys, but we've seen yeah, like yeah. dudes fuck women, but we're only looking like look at that fucking woman, right? Uh, right. We don't really. Yeah. It's not like the well, dudes I'm are the deal. Certainly not looking at the dick. I'll tell you that. But much. like, there's I, there has to be like some gay men who are like, well, I watch like fucking you know Karen Lee because I think he's got a nice dick, and like yeah, I'll, I'll maybe you know. Well, I think if you're a gay guy, fucking. Email us mm-hmm. and let us know what kind of porn you watch. Oh. If you're We're fascinated of, by your life, if you're one of our mayor of San Francisco listeners, yeah, send us. That's going to be our new tier, mayor of mayor San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah, twenty five dollars a month. I imagine that. Uh, so when you're a straight guy watching a man and a woman fuck in a porn, you're kind of imagining yourself being the guy, right? So I think. A gay man watching straight porn doesn't really make sense because in that scenario, it, he, they can't imagine yeah. themselves as either one because it's not like if they, they they're not going to picture themselves as a woman. Right. Um, but I've also watched like lesbian porn. Mm. And that oh, gets yeah. That off. throws a hole in my theory. Damn. So that's two holes into your theory. I think if it's like a very beautiful man, I can see gay people watching heterosexual porn. Yeah. We got down to the bottom of it. Another brilliant solution, man. Mm, a final solution, if you will. It's the final solution. People are going off in the Patreon comments. Dude. We're finally getting. Yeah. The, we're finally building a community. Should we uh, release a uh, disc- Discord channel? Yeah, if we're getting a lot of comments on the Patreon. We should make the uh, Discord free, maybe, for everyone. Maybe. I don't really know how Discord works. I can make a Discord, what maybe. About, but only about, if you want. Only if everyone wants yeah, it. Yeah. What about Datcord? Or do we just have Discord? 
That boy. That boy. Uh, Bobby and I are locked out. That's funny. I forgot I locked the door when I came in. What are you looking up, Bobbert? Some kind of porn? Some kind of porn. Can you imagine if that's what I was doing? Just get. I'm, I've I've seen people watch porn in public. That fascinates I me. I do it. Who cares? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What am I going <laughs> to Who cares? Well, I mean, I'm... I guess if you're on the trip, like I could imagine listening to porn just to get yourself worked. Cause sometimes I'm on the train on the way home and I'm like, I'm definitely jacking off when I get home. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I could, I could see like listening to something to just kind of get your juices flowing, but I would be so paranoid that fucking somebody could hear like, I, I, there's no worse feeling that when your AirPods like drop and then people can hear whatever, podcast or music you're listening to you just feel so naked and exposed <laughs> all right you guys are gonna have to carry this for me for a second because i'm looking something up uh, some porn i'm looking up porn what's your favorite porn matthew um we've talked about this before i like the those pro i like the ones with the story that makes no sense where it's like a real estate porn or a pawn shop porn um there's got to be some like incentive, like I gotta sell this house, or something like that. Or oh, there's loans where a woman's trying to get a loan, yeah. and the guy is like, maybe I'll give you the money. This business plan doesn't really seem that sustainable, but maybe I'll give you the money if you blow me. Would you? Would I blow the guy to take the money? No, it's never a guy. It's the guy. It's the Joe. You gotta get. I am assuming you're watching gay porn, man. No. <laughs> you gotta understand the power dynamics. It's the man forcing the woman to have sex with him. Ooh. What about you, Joe? What's your favorite porn? Damn, dude. I love fucking. I love like the. Uh, I love a lot of milf porn. Mm. I like it when the women are in like their forties and they're a little more run down, a little more <laughs> downtrodden. Um, I, I like storylines. I like the storylines Brazzers offers. Yeah, Brazzers very Brazzers nice. rocks. Mm. Think we can get a writing job for him? God, I'd love that. I'd also love to be a uh, character actor in one of those. You know, like the cuckolded stepdad or some shit. Like yeah. the dude who, ne who never gets laid. There's always like doofy fucking guys in those fucking Brazzers videos that yeah. don't have sex, never have to show their dick. That's what I'm all about. Sometimes when I'll see a thing where there's like a guy is shitty to his girlfriend and that guy goes off and then another guy comes and that guy sucks with the girl and sometimes the guy who was shitty to the girlfriend I recognize as a porn star from other porns. Yeah, well, like, they always kind of... <laughs> I'm like, imagine hey, me... Yeah. This is a crossover! tattoo before? Yeah. This is a crossover in the Brazzers verse. Yeah. Like, how, like... <laughs> like, when, like, when fucking Winter Sh Soldier shows up in Wakanda yes. and shit. And they're like, oh shit, it's all going to happen. They're yeah. going to have the Avengers Endgame of Brazzers yes. where everyone shows up for a gangbang. Yeah. <laughs> so I was On like, your left. Imagine being the porn star and it's like, all right, we got a scene for you today. All right, I'll get the Viagra and all. No, no, no. You just, you're just talking in this one. I've seen that sometimes where it's like, uh, an older porn star plays like the mom and I'm like, okay, I like where this is going. And then like she leaves. Yeah. And then some other woman comes in. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Where's the one I want to see? It's <laughs> she comes see, back like, later when yeah. she catches them and then says, well, if you're going to do it, at least do it right. And then joins them. Every once in a while. But sometimes it just ends with them like finding out like, what are you doing? He's like, yeah. sorry. Fade to black. There's a, there's a great mother daughter threesome with a guy. And, What's uh, it called? I forget, but one of I, oh, I think one of them is uh, uh, Mia Khalifa. I might. Oh, yeah, where she's like they're all Muslim. Yeah, that, well, well, yeah. she she's she Muslim. A... She's Muslim. She's wearing a hijab, but then her mom 
is also wearing a jab, but she's clearly Latina. Oh, she's a Mex. I've seen it's that. I so love that fucking one. Fun. Like she even has the accent. I'm like, I know. They just couldn't find an older older Arab woman that would wear a hijab. Yeah. Yeah, because they. Yeah, yep, seen, that's, that's it. the one. That is it. This is a good one. This is cool. Juliana Vega is the yeah. uh, mom. We're just watching yeah. porn on the podcast. Muslim woman Juliana oh, Vega. Coming. Shut up, shut up, shut up. We got to turn the gay porn off. <laughs> by, the, by the way, folks, real quick, uh, we got shout outs to Patrick Gilbert. He wrote us, Towelheads Unite, Keep Doing God's Work. Allahu Akbar, Patrick. We appreciate you. Sick. If you if you want us to add you to our hate speech mailing list, it's just some locker room talk at gmail.com. We love you. Yeah, send us some uh, emails. We'll read them on the air. Yeah, we'll do anything you want. No, dude. no promises. No promises. We'll do yeah. anything, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If like, you if you tell me to show whole, I might not necessarily do it. We could just, it, we're not a video podcast. I'm showing hole right now. Mm. Yeah, Matt Matt has his asshole dangling out from his Yeah, pants. you know whenever that's happening when he's talking. Matt has what we call a prolapsed anus. Oh, is that what we call it? Bobby has so an Do ap- doctors call it something else? Yeah. yeah. Well, Bobby. <laughs> they call it tasty. Yeah. <laughs> I have a prolapsed anus. Bobby has an amateur lapsed anus. Hey, hey, hey. You know I'm sensitive about that, dude. Mine's Damn. a professional lapsed anus. Ooh. I think I had too many liquids today. My tummy kind of hurts. Uh-oh. I, You're always in pain when this podcast is recording. Yeah. You're always in anguish, man. You're just like our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn. No agony. What if what if that guy that doesn't want us to mm-hmm too much in the uh, mic, he uh, he died. He passed away because he, he got a... A stomach ulcer. What if he was our one listener from the Ukraine? Oh, my God. And he was like, guys, bombs overhead I can handle, but enough with the verbal tics. Yes. No Please, way. Please, you must stop saying, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm hiding from Russians, and if it irritates me too much, I'll have to say, jeez, and then they'll hear me. Mm. Yeah, mm. dude. Mm. You said mm-hmm. it, brother. You fucking said it. I feel like this is, is a good one. I hope you're right, Bobby. You know, some people some people were thinking, has LRT fell off? Ha- are the glory days over? I love that people are calling it LRT. Yep. I love it. We're on the acronym. We finally we finally hit the creme de la creme, the acronym podcast. I, I will say I, I believe LRT is an initialism. Because an acronym is when you say the word like NATO. Oh, and it spells okay. But NPR is an initialist. Well, we'll just call it LERT. LERT. Ooh, okay. Now we're an acronym, baby. Yeah, nice try, Bobby. We're back. That's what you get for trying to rain on my parade. A new word has been born. I do love correcting people. Mm. One I believe it's called mansplaining when we don't want it to happen. It's the it's the only way I could feel masculine is if I go well actually yeah mansplain you know I mean? mansplainer you got the best of me but I just keep on coming back and excessively oh man I want to do that hostile show again even me too it was like pulling teeth the whole time just to be in front of a crowd made me feel like a real comedian again yeah how often do you get go up in front of an audience Bobbo I've been having a pretty nice week actually I've been doing some shows at the tiny cupboard Ooh. yeah love the tiny cupboard shout out tiny cupboard they don't like when you mansplain there no mansplain mansplain it's just they just picked th- 
annoying things people do and added man to it. Well, the interesting thing about man sp- spreading is that I will say that the the thing of guys sitting with like their legs open, yeah. that is a a particularly male phenomenon, but taking up too much room in general in yeah. public transportation is unisex because women have purses and bags that they put on the seat next some to them. Yeah. Really and like, look, some look. of them are really fat, too. Yeah, some of them are. Fat fucking people, dude. Mm-hmm. If you're a fat fucking person, you should have a different fucking sub to get in like cattle. Yeah. Or at least stand. That's my thing. There's three people to a bench, and if you take up more than one seat... Why don't you stand? It's good cardio. Mm. Yeah, I'm not. I don't care about. It. I'll stand. I don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah. whenever you're like sitting on public transit and it's like very scrunched and there is an empty seat and someone looks like, mm? like, can I go sit there? I'm just like, you're a fucking asshole. What do you mean? When it's like very scrunched, there's one seat. But why is it scrunched? Uh, because it's just so many people on there. But if it's a bench of three people, like, uh, okay, New York City subway, the the standard three person one. Yes. Right. Why would three people not be able to sit there comfortably? Because there could be big people. Then, I'm a I'm a large person. Then you got to stand, my friend. That's not my problem. Well, I will stand if there's two people sitting. I will not squeeze myself in. See, but I'm if a you're the person who squeezed I themselves straight up in, squeeze. No. Fuck off, dude. And and the guy. But by, by the way, the 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 term man spreading is annoying. But this whole thing of like my balls. No, your balls are fine, man. Put your knees together. I am no, a dude. Yeah. I am have, a like, large big balls pers- full of yeah. gum. Yeah. I know. I know your balls are so fucking big you can't put your Not knees just together. my ball. I my fucking shoulder- I spread and like, I have like- broad shoulders. Like I am a large person. It's uncomfortable if three people, if especially if somebody else is a large person and we're all squeezed together, it is uncomfortable. Dude, for three I big am people. sitting down. If a seat is available, I'm sitting in it. But I also I will not squeeze myself in either. I'm, I'm on both sides. If I'm in sitting down and someone does it, I think it's annoying. Yeah, it's barbaric. Yeah. Yes. See, I am able to comfortably fit in one seat. So this whole situation should be three people comfortably sitting in three seats. Depends if you on if the you can't seat. hang, you gotta stand. Depends on the size. Of the, I mean, if I'm already sitting, I'm not gonna then stand up because somebody else wants to squeeze. Well, here, here's where we are. That's fine, but I'm squeezing. And then you deal with the consequences. I'm squeezing in there, buddy. I'm sitting in that second seat. Mm. I this is my daily commute. I sit in that middle seat. Really? Yeah. How, and if how I was long a woman, this could be a Jezebel article right now. <laughs> but I'm not, so I'm just being fucking annoying. Yeah, women with opinions are fucking awful. <laughs> I what get about, the Joe. I'm, do you squeeze? I stand, dude. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to sit next to. Some, I don't want some fucking creep touch. Like, I hate it when my knee touches another human. Although, being. you know what? It did backfire on me uh, recently, and you'll enjoy this uh, because I squeezed in the middle seat, and there was a man mm-hmm. uh, spreading. Ooh. And I thought he kind of there was an odor. Uh oh. And I'm like, this guy, he's Indian. What you, he can't help it. And then I sat dot, down. Dot dot Indian, of course. What? Dot dot Indian. <laughs> if it's about smell, it's dot dot. Can you admit that? I I mean, I don't know if I've ever met the other Indian. You never native, met him. You, never met, you, Joe. All right. You never Enough, met it, stop insulting me <laughs> by saying I'm Native American. I'm not Native American. <laughs> well, never- that's what I meant. Every time I comment savage on one of your videos. Yeah. You've never met Native American before? I don't believe I have. Oh, well, except for um, our comedian friend. Mitchell Brian Bahe? Oh, him too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I know. I think before I did comedy, I didn't know Native American people. I went to college with... And uh, there's... Pe- well, there's people I knew who like had were part Cherokee and like that. But in college, I knew a couple of people. In the Northeast, there's not... Like, if you're Canadian or if you live in the Southwest United States... There's no meet- Native Americans in Canada. 
Oh, oh, jeez. Anyway, getting back to the story, I sit in the middle. There's uh, this guy. I'm starting to smell him, and then I'm like, an kind Indian of, man from India, an from Indian Bangladesh. man from from the country of India, and I'm looking at him in my periphery. And not and only like, did this- he not move at like the courtesy move a little mm-hmm. bit. He didn't do that, so I'm like, okay, this is a power thing. And then I'm checking him in my periphery, and he looks differently housed, and I didn't realize it until after I sat. Hell yeah. And I could feel his fucking ton of arm hair pressing against my arm. Ah, this is what you get for being a squeezer. No, I'm still in the right, but I'm I'm, I'm glad... That you could get some Schreidenfreude or however you say that. Schreidenfreude. I dude, and I went to the restaurant. I was meeting my girlfriend at the restaurant. When I She's went to like, the restaurant, you, you smell like a fucking a slaughterhouse in the back <laughs> of a fucking mixed in a curry pot. Why do you smell like this? Did, I, call, did she call you her mango bag? Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then like too much of the Indian guy like fucking transferred over to Bobby, and he was like, "Baby girl, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you wouldn't believe how crowded this fucking subway is, man." I just wanted to go in there after a long day of working, and uh, of course this fucking guy was just manspreading, and he was getting all over the place, and I was like, what does this smell, man? It smells like the marketplace in Agrabah. I was getting all out of whack, man. Yeah. Yeah, I fucking scrubbed my arm. I went into the bathroom, and I, like, lathered my, my left arm. Because you touched a minority. Not only, there's, not only that. Like there's something particularly just the the way his, about the Indian way his people. arm hair just touched my arm so really fucking upset well, me. Say, anytime someone squeezes next to me on the train, my arm and leg is now touching them. Did the guy like, wear? I'm just big. Was he wearing yes. a turban? He wasn't. He was. I mean, I don't know if if you're differently housed. I don't know if you're wearing a turban. I don't know if you could have your life together that much. What do you mean differently housed? Un- mean, unhoused, differently. I'm not gonna say homeless. That's a slur. Oh, okay. Yeah. I started saying differently housed as a joke, and then like a month later, I learned people are unironically saying unhoused. <laughs> Just unhoused. say he's a fucking bum. A bum, yeah. Who cares? What's he going to do? Fucking write a letter of complaint? <laughs> That's right. Hey, let me find yeah. Well, you better hope I don't yeah. find the back of a cereal box <laughs> Try to write this fucking angry thing. Dear, okay, what do you, yeah, all right, all right. he's just got to get on the train complaining. All these guys on the podcast fucking talking about me, making fun of me. I just need a couple of bucks. Do you ever give money to homeless people? Never. It depends. The no. unhoused. Sometimes the unha- it might. Yeah. Dude, I read a tweet where the woman, uh, woman was like, uh, "I said unhoused to my coworker," and my coworker grinned and went, "Is that what we're calling it now?" And this is how people feel. I'm like, yeah, they feel like you're being an idiot and yeah. sanctimonious because homeless is the nice word. Yeah. What the fuck? Bum, hobo. Those are the rude words. Vagrant. Hub- ragamuffin. Ragamuffin. There's a pun. Get out of here. What are they going to do? They don't even vote. Yeah. <laughs> how about you pay your fucking taxes and then yeah. maybe you have. An, you know what? I'll call I'll, 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 I'll call a trans person whatever they want to identify as. as I long think as a they trans pay woman taxes. should be called uncocked. Unlabied. Unlabied. I always wonder how the trans men's penis looks. You know what I mean? We should call it. uh, We should call a man that transitions to a woman a downgrade. (laughs) (laughs) If you're a trans man listening, please send a picture of your penis to uh, Bobby Sheehan, lol (laughs) at gmail.com. Yeah, to my personal (laughs) Twitter, please. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen what a trans man's penis looks yeah, like. I I've have. seen what trans women's you vaginas look like. You've trans porn. Yeah, but not the other way. 
Like, I've seen a tra- uh, trans woman with a penis. Yeah, that's it. And I've seen a trans woman without a penis, but I haven't seen... I don't know what a trans man's penis, penis looks, looks like. That's what it looks like. They don't actually have penises and vaginas. It's just like... Is it a, like a large clitoris? It's just like they fuck with it. it I mean, it's no, a, it's, I think they make a penis. They don't make a penis. They don't actually make a penis. Everyone just says, like, post-op, pre-op, but... It's all the same, man. Well, I know, like, if you're a trans man, you're getting your tits cut off, right? That's but all you get. You don't get, like, a dick. Elliot Page doesn't have a dick. I think... How could they make a dick out of something? I Only God can make a dick. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't mean you didn't mean how physically. You yeah. meant morally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, is, what is this Frankenstein genitalia? <laughs> <laughs> fucking, uh, fucking clitoris patched together from... That Seven is, fucking people. That is like such a bizarre way to feel. Like I get being like it's weird. Like we should be allowed to say it's weird, but it's, it's so weird, dude. It's so bizarre to be like I'm. I'm mad. I'm mad yeah. that people are doing it. I'm like they could fucking do it. Yeah, all I don't weird. care. It's stupid. We- it's a huge waste of money. But <laughs> yeah. fuck, I waste my money on a ton of shit. Yeah, too. Exactly. Yeah, we're not gonna le- like, legislate buying a uh, uh, Mortal Kombat pinball machine. Look, and putting exactly. it in your living room. You want to oh, you chop much? off yeah. your dick? Chop off your dick. You want to take an AR to a fucking school and kill some kids? Do that, dude. I'm not gonna fucking. This is judge. a libertarian podcast, yes. folks. This is a do what you want podcast. Yeah. You want to kill me? Kill me, dude. <laughs> you fucking be so take me libertarian. out of my misery. Can you be so libertarian that you uh, like? You're like, why should the state tell us? That we can't kill other people. (laughs) I don't know, Bobby. That sounds like you're part of the problem. Yeah. (laughs) My body autonomy tells me that I could shoot people, especially if they tell me that I have to pay my taxes. No, one of the big things... I do know in some libertarian stuff, the big thing is non-aggression principle, where Mm -hmm. it's a very big deal that if... Uh, if you show aggression towards me, then you can fight back. Ah, so they wouldn't ever support like. Uh, but there, people. there can't be people we designate as the state to help you fight back. Right. But you could fight back. Yes. So basically, survival of the fittest. Yeah. Damn, dude, libertarianism is cool. Yeah. I think I'm still technically a member of the Libertarian Party. Oh, I was. This is gonna sound condescending, but I was when I was 18. Yeah. Um, and I joined the party for no reason. Like, I'm not going to, like, Same I don't think with me to yeah. vote in the primary of a third party. That's just like, I didn't want to be such with... a level of wasting your time. Well, I just know my, my dad would constantly <laughs> get like letters and yeah. like people always get calls from their party. I'm just like, I'm just going to sign up as libertarian. So I'm not Republican or Democrat. And I was like 18 and I liked Ron. So Paul. you got people calling like, what, what, are you like libertarian party? <laughs> well, that's the thing. I started getting like letters from the libertarian party, and I was like, "Fuck!" I signed up for this party so I wouldn't have to deal with this bullshit. Yeah, well, I remember my mom being real uh, worried that, uh, like, she's like libertarian. That's pretty extra. Like, she thought it was like a fucking Timothy McVeigh party. I'm like, it's just guys it is that, a like, Timothy weed. McVeigh party. Well, yeah, there's <laughs> elements of that, but like, you know, that's what libertarians. We should rebrand ourselves like the good old McVeigh party. Just some good. <laughs> the McVeigh party. The G-O-M-P. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I think if you live in a state that has a closed primary, you should just register for the party that isn't currently in the 
presidency. You know what I mean? I like guess, if you yeah. it, like New York is a closed primary, I'm just going to register Republican. I could vote in the Republican primary. It's silly to vote in the Democratic primary. You know, it's going to be Biden. Now that we're making some serious money, should we register as Republicans? Mm, yeah, yeah. I think what, once the Patreon is uh, is making four figures, I think we know where we stand as in far as far as tax. No, we should go. make that a Patreon. If we reach a certain amount, um, I will change my registration to whatever the uh, Discord and Patreon votes for. Okay. Yeah. I don't care. Nice. I'll, I'll register with any part. Like, you can pick any third. I'll register with Women's Equality Party, I think, exists. Oh, my God. Let's not go crazy. Uh, they get yeah. you in NAMBLA. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Actually. <laughs> One registered member of NAMBLA in New York yeah. State. Obscure comedian, Matt Marin. <laughs> that would do wonders for publicity for this podcast yeah. and Comedy Flight Club, dude. You should do that. I guess, oh, yeah. I guess there are, like, probably pedophile parties out there. Yeah. The Maybe Democratic yeah, Party. Party. Democrat. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, yeah, dude. That's a good place to end this one. So long, fuck faces. See you in hell.